So, Anfei Chil Hashem. So now we're moving on to Chil Hashem, which is a terrifying area because here you're talking about potentially doing a massive Vera without even intending to do one. Yeah? Gamgen Haim, Rabin Vdolim. So, there are many different branches of of Chil Hashem ki harbet sarich adam lios chas al kavod kono. One has to be extremely concerned and careful not to be the cause of a in Hashem's honor. Ubechol ma shiyase anything that we do. That's anything and everything that we do. That's a pretty high bar, right? Guy is just like trying to get some lunch, right? This is not a religious experience, right? Just going to the supermarket, right? So you think you're safe because you're not involved in, in anything potentially. But in everything that you do, obviously one is a kind of more examination, looking, and introspecting, wondering, thinking, extrapolating, intellectually, old very much. That from this should not come out a desecration of Hashem's honor. This is saying after the fact or before the fact? You should be careful before you do something, think about it very, very carefully, to analyze, could my action in doing this thing lead to Hasa Shalom, a loss of Hashem's honor? Mrs. Hashem is, is just with, with in front of Jewish people, right? Um, unfortunately, not. Oh, really? Yeah. I always thought it was in. I, I originally thought it was in front of anybody, but I feel like somebody clarified that it was only in front of Jewish people. So the the uh, in fact, I mean, you, know, you you can always slice hairs and talk about what's officially, you know, is this the, the actual derice? Is this a different? Is it enough of it? Is it a related? But the one of the classic examples is that uh, when David when became king, so there was a there was a crowd in the land and trying to figure out what it was about, and it was that. Shaul had the previous king Shaul had mistreated some non-Jews and caused amongst them a chil Hashem and that's what the, and David was given like he took terrible choices by the prophet like what he has to do to like atone for it 
But yeah, Hashem takes Hashem's honor in the world. It's not just only amongst the Jews. Okay. Um, that's a different story. If 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 what really what we're doing is a kiddush Hashem, but you know the you know, the, the crazy people out there, they think this is like, what's this guy doing? And, you know, they think negatively of something positive that we're doing. That's different. that's that's not that's not that's not a chil Hashem. You know, let's say yeah. Taking uh, taking a holiday off from work, right? So people are all upset or whatever. That's that's not a chilashem. That's a chilashem. Now it would be a chilashem if you don't try to make it up to your coworkers to offer to make it up in some other ways to carry your your fair share of the burden, you know, say with the team or whatever, right? Um, But but if it's something that displays negative behavior, yeah, it's a very negative thing. Okay. The Shaninu. Now here's the real. Uh, this is a, this is a really scary part of the Chil Hashem. Is the mission Perkiava says, Only, only a veira in the entire Torah. The Hashem does not make a distinction between a shogig and a mason. Person does a shogig will be treated as a mason. Why is that? So the morale over there explains because with the Chil Hashem, it's not so much um, what you did that we're talking about, the punishment. If a person also did an Avera or he displayed bad midos, it's a separate story. That'll be, that will, that's a separate issue that has to be dealt with, right? Chil Hashem is what happened outside of you, being, besides myself and my relationship to myself, my relationship to other people, my relationship to Hashem. Forget about you. Chil Hashem has to do with Hashem's name in the world. So it doesn't have to do with you, right? It's it's a certain breakage. It's really the only, so to speak, hezek damage that we could cause to Hashem. We we, we tarnish His name in the world. So within that, usually the showing and amazing the distinction is because it has to do with analyzing the person you know, from the other variants were punished because it was wrong for you to do that it's you it's not okay oh, it's, it's, it was a shogi okay so then it'll be much more lenient but here's forget about you I don't care who did it whoever did it this thing is a problem this has to be get paid for in fact the uh, the morale says that that's one of the, the that's one of his answers why it is that Hashem deprived Paro of his free will with the Makos, Hashem hardened his heart, seemingly depriving him of his free will. Why did he do that? Answer is because Paro caused a Chil Hashem in the world. And once a Chil Hashem, I don't care that you want to, you want to apologize. It makes no difference what you want. Right? The Chil Hashem that was called to be repaired. And the way that's going to be repaired is through his suffering. Through, this, through Paro's suffering. And the world needs to see that. A mitzvah or an avera that also increases or decreases Hashem's presence in the world. Say again? A mitzvah or an avera increases or decreases Hashem's presence in the world. 
a mitzvah increases, and right. the right, right, right. I'm saying, but there is there, so there is an idea of like Hashem, Hashem's presence being more in the world versus not being in the world. Now, granted, right. so is that different than this is the same thing? The honor, it, it, Hashem's presence means the honor of Hashem. So, but then it, we, there's there's shogeg and mazik for a mitzvah for an avera. Then that's what I'm saying. The avera itself. There's two things that are potentially happening. Let's say, say, um, you know, a, a person, a religious Jew, right, and he takes a, uh, um, he goes and he steals money from the local Seven Eleven. Yeah. Right. So there's two things that happen there. Number one, he stole money. That's guess That's stuff. That's an avera. That's going to have to be dealt with. There's a separate thing. Is that people saw a religious Jew steal money from the Seven Eleven? Right. That's the Hashem. But if nobody saw, that still reduces Hashem's presence in the world. Anyway, that's true. Yeah, but that's that's just I, from your. That's just on your end. So on your end, Hashem will deal with you directly. I thought overall as well in the world, like the more people doing various. That's true. That's true. But 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 but, he, but the point is, uh, that's all kind of what between me and Hashem. I'm also have to do with the overall revelation, but that but here, but I didn't make anybody else think differently. Right. Whereas here now, irrespective of the person who did the avera. Is the is what happened in the world? Right, okay. Other people relate now differently to Hashem, right? Okay. right? And that is, uh, and as far as that's concerned, it makes no difference is, uh, whether it was a show you okay. 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 Now, what is a cases of Chil Hashem? What are some cases? So. This is going to sound extraordinarily difficult, but don't worry, we're not going to be held to this bar, right? Amarav, kagon ana, dishakelna, bisra, voloyehivna dmeila alter. If I take meat from a butcher and I don't pay immediately on the spot, I, I, I bring the money tomorrow or something, even though the butcher may be okay with that. Right? In other people's eyes, that's going to be, oh, this guy, you know, whatever. Uh, fill in the blank. Uh, maybe he can't pay, he can't pay his thing, he can't pay his, uh, can't pay his debts, he's, he's, he's a, a leech, you know, uh, a parasite, or, or maybe he's stealing, um, or maybe he's not going to pay back, or, or anything like that. Right? Um, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Kegon Ana, the Misagena Bolotora Ublotfilm. For me, it would be to walk without Torah and film. I wonder, I think there's something wrong with this Gearsa. Because Rabbi Yochanan almost never wore film. Oh, yeah? Yochanan had a very bad head head condition, very bad headache condition. Hmm. He couldn't really. Yeah, so he had to keep his head very tightly wrapped in a 
in a turban always. He wore it till once a year, I believe. We just checked his gemara. You want to pause? You hit the red button. I guess. So, so the point is, so what? So what's? So what's the chil Hashem that would be caused by this rabbi um, walking without wearing tefillin and learning Torah? Is the Ramchal says that everything is inappropriate in, in commensurate to what's expected of you. Are you doing what one would expect of you, what people would expect of you, and the level of the type of person you are as far as the learning that you do, as far as the Torah learning that you do. So the more a person learns Torah, and is known to be a person who learns Torah, the more sensitive the scale of Chil Hashem goes. Basically, the, 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 the measure is, if people say, oh, him? What, what kind of Torah is that? What, what, what's this guy doing? What kind of... A, what, this is called... This is called... Uh, this is the result of his learning. This is called... You know, uh, a person who learned in Shiva. This is called a person who learns in Kolol. This is... This is a uh, Orthodox Jew. Right? That, that type of a statement. That, that's basically a measure of Torah. <laughs> so says the Ramchal, let's hear him say, Ra'inyin, she'kol odom lefi madrigoso, u'lefi ma shehu nechshev be'enei hador. It depends on who you are and what other people think of you. Tzarech she'yizbonein le'bilos davar bilti hagun le'ish kemoso. So then you have to be very careful not to do something which other people would find inappropriate for you to be doing. And so for a, a, a guy like Paul to go to the beach would just be like, what, that guy? That's right. Going to the beach? No way. Kikefi Rabos Hashivuso Vichachmoso He's such a kosher person. Kain ra'ui sheyarbe zehirus bedvaren bedivrei ha'avoda v'dikdukabo. So much more so, he has to be so careful in every single detail of everything he does. V'meinena also kain. Harei shem shamayim miskalabo. So that he is causing achil hashem. Ki kavoda Torah who? What is kavoda Torah? Shemi shemarbe halimud ba yarbe kemo kain biyosher ubitzikun amidus. So Torah should be fixing a person. It's a straightening mechanism. So a person who is learning Torah and he's not improving. So that's what he's about to say right now. Someone who is lacking some of the refinement, and yet he's learning a lot. He causes an embarrassment to the learning of Torah. Le hasig al yadashli musenu that we should reach 
through the learning of Torah, our own perfection, completion. And a person who is sitting and learning, and he learned half of Shas, and he still behaves like an animal. That's a terrible Hashem. People are going to say, oh, so the Torah is... Unfortunately, we know such cases, right? you got a guy, he's uh, learned many years, and then he's caught embezzling, stealing, defrauding people. This is the Torah. This, this is what the Torah does. Now, of course, we all know it's not true. The Torah is a vehicle for helping a person perfect himself. But you have to take that opportunity, right? You have, you have to actually work on that. It doesn't just happen by itself. But the point is, this person causes a terrible chal Hashem. No, like if, if the person's actually working on themselves, and this is part of the process, so to speak. I mean, like they, they had to slip up, but overall, they people don't see that they've come a long way from where they previously were. Doesn't matter. Hashem is uh, even a shogik. Even if he did it by act, he didn't even mean to do it that way. He didn't want for it to come out that way. He actually has very good meadows. What is Hashem expecting of that individual then? If that's, to, that's what he said before. To be mistakil and his bonein me'old. To be super careful. Adam le'olam mood. A person, when it comes to damaging, is always held responsible when it comes to damaging other people's property. So even if you, by accident, right, you're you walking, you stepped on something, you weren't paying attention, right? So, what, you broke my phone, I'm sorry. So, right? you, you, you bumped into it, the thing fell over, you broke it, you got to pay for it, right? So too over here. You, you have to always be watching and thinking through this behavior that I'm doing right now. Could a Chil Hashem come out? What about that doesn't seem fair? Especially, I'm only coming up from the perspective if the person's really actually legitimately working on themselves. They've even done Cheshbon and Nefesh in terms of like, the, the specific mitos that they know they have problems with. And they've come a long way. And yet, they had a slip up, led to a shum, doesn't matter. That's, you gotta, you got to deal with it, and they can't do anything about that. It's like, you're, how is Hashem really, really rewarding that person for making all that effort to really work? Well, first of all, you have to remember that when Hashem puts people into certain situations, right, let's say, if a person knows, this person is really working on this thing, he's being super careful, he's on guard, he knows, like, I don't want to mess with, like, I don't want to, you know, they this, like, re- 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 regret, like, they feel bad about it. Well, before like, oh, that, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, before that, before that, right? So Hashem is aware of that, he's probably not going to put the person into a situation that he couldn't, like, uh-huh. you know, help himself and prevent that from happening, right? So, you know, it's, uh, Hashem is not looking, he's not, he's not out to yeah, get yeah, us, yeah, right? Right, right, right? He's, uh, so a person is, like, doing his best, he's trying, he's watching out, he's concerned not to make a kill Hashem, of course, you're going to have tremendous yad to the Shemaya. Not that that shouldn't happen. If it would be like a roll of dice, yeah, that could like be kind of unfair. But it's never a roll of dice, right?
Paul, would you like to comment? Nope. I, uh, unfortunately, there are people like that that uh, in, uh, in the world. It happens. Again, we're talking about really big collections, but what the Ramchal is pointing out, each person on his level, if if uh, if a person, if, if other people will say, "What this is? This is what he's been learning his whole time. This is like what you know, he, he does the daf yomi. Like this is what it's for, right?" And that's. Uh, Okay, fine. So that so that is especially from the non-Jewish world, though, because anybody that wears a kippah, yeah, they're auto, they're on automatically like rabbi status. That's like right, like good status. Yeah. So that even that much more imperative to, responsibility, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now again, if they're if they're not being fair or they're they're or they're all warped or whatever it is, that's a separate point, right? Like I said earlier. But yeah, but if we we ourselves have to have to understand it. and again the more a person learns Torah the more a person is involved in that the more of an emissary to Hashem he is right depending on how many stars you wear on your um, what is it called lapel yeah lapel yeah lapel the shoulder straps where they put the stars of the general right so the more stars you wear the more your actions matter right the, you're, uh, you're in the spotlight you're expected they expect a lot from you. Okay. Vine Gam Shmir Shabbos Yom Tovim. Okay, next, Shmir Shabbos Yom Tovim. Uh, I'm going to kind of move through this paragraph a bit quickly. So he says, so Ramchal points out, A, um, when it comes to Shmir Shabbos, a person has to realize there's a tremendous amount of detail and involvement in it. In fact, the Mishnah Burr in his Akdama to the Chele Gimel of, Hil- of the Mishnah Burr, which is used with Hilcha Shabbos, he says that there are so many uh, Hilcha Shabbos that a person who is not like a regular learning it and very well versed in it is almost certainly on a regular basis violating Hilcha Shabbos. That's one. Um, and, and, uh, and the Ramchal points out that even if it's even if it's just a uh, this this applies even if it's just a derabonim, right? Derabonims are very very serious. It's no jokes. Not something wait wait. Okay, that's one. Two, and he says this is what's extraordinarily difficult. I mean, even if you can manage to stay away from actual. Isurim of Malacha, right? Lametas uh, Malachas themselves, or the Shvusim, the extensions of them. But what's extremely difficult for people is not to be involved in non-Shabbos things. Spe- specifically, talking about business or talking about things that they shouldn't be talking about. And he says this is not a simple Shvus. This actually is more stringent than Shvusim, right? Than what? Separate. Shvus is a uh, rabbinical prohibition oh, right, to right. doing Malach and Shabbos. Here, it's a, it's Divrei Novi. It's Novi Shaya said, "Vechibadeto measos derkecha mimtzoa chafatzecha 
and from speaking matters. So the Gemara in Shabbos gives us a very good principle. The principle is anything that you cannot do on Shabbos, you must not talk about doing on Shabbos. In the future, means saying, I'm going to cut my lawn tomorrow. You cannot say that on Shabbos. That's awesome. Because you can't cut your lawn on Shabbos. You cannot say, I will cut my lawn tomorrow on Shabbos. Now, Dvorim Shil Mabahem, saying, I cut my grass yesterday, that you could say on Shabbos. It's not a, it's not a violation. It's still a very bad idea. The Gon says the Gon quotes another the, the, another Maimar Chazal says that Chazal Bekoshi permitted people to say Shalom to one another on Shabbos to greet one another with Shalom a blessing of may you reach your completion in peace that Chazal like struggled with should we permit that or not. To permit people to be able to say hello to one another in Shabbos or not. Just permit to say hello because you should always be talking about Torah stuff. Kedusha Hashem or you know holy things or not talking. Because we should be thinking about Shabbos and introspecting, connecting. Yeah, Shabbos is a day to to turn inwards. Silence and Shabbos is a very good thing. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are so unused to silence. It's literally like if you're in a room with a person for like three minutes, the silence, the guy is like looking for like an open window to jump out of. Right? Like, like, what can I talk about? Like, um, what about those Mets? And like I don't even know who the Mets are. Honestly, like, what, what, what city are they from? I don't know. But, but like, I. I like you got to come up with something to talk about, right? So well, That's so not what Shabbos is. Shabbos, I feel like most people use Shabbos as, oh, this is the time to actually talk to people and catch up with people because you don't see them at all. You don't, there's no... So he says, um, What is very difficult on the masses of people is this point. It's very difficult for people. Paul, what do you think? I agree. I, I usually use Shabbos to catch up on learning. And sleep. And sleep, right. It's true. Very good, okay. Um, okay, Yosef, speak now. What do you mean about that topic? We're moving like, to the next topic. Um, there's no heterum for like, just, even just talking, like having a casual conversation. No, can't. Let's just make it clear what the halacha is and yeah. what the Vilna Gaon is saying a much, much higher level than, than the halacha. Yeah. The halacha is that one may not speak about doing in the future, right. tomorrow or the next day, something that is also to do on Shabbos. Mm-hmm. So, as well as involvement in their personal business. For example, talking about how you want to hire a new nurse, you want to 
change your uh, you, you, you want to meet with your boss and restructure your work environment or whatever it is that's all totally awesome on chapters talking about job stuff in general ASIC yeah ASIC any business involved right. that's one two to talk about doing any malacha, the intent to do mm-hmm. after Shabbos, mm-hmm. anything that on Shabbos itself is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's totally awesome. Okay. Now, dvorim shalmabahem, which means things they are like, who cares? Like, what? What is it? Because it already happened. Nothing will come out of it. I cut my lawn yesterday. That is mutter to, talk, to say on Shabbos. That's the halacha. I, you, I think you asked me something. Is that is that all defined in the letter? I said no. Vilnagon, in his letter to his wife, warns about the severity to not do that. Right, but that's not that's not the that's not in the Shulchan Aruch. That's already higher levels. Okay. So, which one are you asking? Is there a theorem to do what? To talk about business or to no, plan to do malacha? No, to have casual conversation because I, I feel like it, it, not that we've had many guests over as of late, but yes. a lot of a lot of times when we have guests over, that the the, the general focus is that they. Uh, yeah. And it, it's like it's awkward. It's weird. Like, well, guys, it's, it's Shabbos. Right, right, right. right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not. That's not like a great. That's not like a great conversation. Yeah, but if you can bring up some interesting, stimulating, mind-opening conversations about Amuna in Hashem, Hashem building, the, Hashem making the world. You know, if you could facilitate such conversations, so without like, hey. This Shabbos to talk over here, like you know, like putting people in their place. I, I don't think that that would be a great idea. But if you can um, open up good avenues of conversation, that would definitely be a great idea. Or you okay. should do it, and that way you don't have to invite them over again. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Paul likes his review and sleeping at Shabbos. That's what it was all. Minucha v'simcha. What can I tell you? Yeah. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Okay. So that is um, that paragraph. Vehine ad heina dibarti min ktsei hamitzvus. So far, I've spoken about just a small selection of mitzvahs shanu royim mibnei adam nechshalom bahem al harov. Though we see that many people, in one way or another, fall through these selections that I've spoken about. Me'el nilmad l'kol asher halavin. Mikol sharlavin. And from here we can learn to all the other lavim in the Torah, right, that one has to be careful with. She'en lecha iser, she'en lo anathim v'pratim. Every iser has many details and variants and subsections that one has to be aware of. So it's not just a, uh, can't just say like, oh yeah. I mean, there's almost no Avera that you can just kind of say, oh, I'm fine from that one. I'm saying, like, you have to examine it carefully because there may be some little aspects of it that are per- of all the Zorah. 
you think you think you guys have been exposed to a challenge of a enough of of, of all those aura? Yes. In the last year. So I'll just list off a few. Okay. One, giving gifts to non-Jews around their holiday times. Again, there may be exceptions. You have to learn up the sugi as well. But the Gemara says that giving them a gift around their idol-worshipping season is awesome because it has to do with idol. You're encouraging idol worship. You're going to put them into a better mood. He's going to be more excited. Like I said, there's exceptions. So ways to do it permissibly. You know, work. Um, people are giving holiday season gifts or whatever it is. We can discuss it. Call it a year-end bonus. Whatever. But that's if, you're, if you're getting it or you're giving it. No, everyone's getting it. Everyone gets it. Okay. That's not you. I'm talking about you doing something. Oh, for me example, personally. I see. You. Okay. For example, giving him a gift. Okay. Right? That may, that, if done wrongly, that may be a violation. Okay. Um, do you know anybody that visited the Bach, the Baha'i Temple recently? What? The Baha'i Temple. That is. Uh, so, in, in Evanston, yes. Okay. We happen to be well, some of the lucky ones, one of the few world centers of the Baha'i of Odozora is right here in Chicago. There's certainly a lot of rabbis that, th- that think it is. And in fact, I'd be hard to press to depict that it's not, but separate discussion. I don't know what the religion is, but it's okay. I didn't know what that was until you decided. So, it's a really pretty building with a really really gorgeous it's like a botanical garden like a huge botanical garden all around and people like to go there and stroll around look at the beautiful uh, scenery so over there could you go there without going inside nope really you can't you go in the premises because for them the garden is the Avodazara oh. <laughs> sure as well as I'm sure many other um, aspects right so even in something so strange like what Avodazara that's like no way right even that okay so I was thinking like cell phones or okay so that would be, you know that, that would be probably more in the Hashkafic realm you know like that you talk about full on, full on of, you know, branches of actual idol worship right okay she'en lecha iser she'en lamachim upratim mehem chamurim mehem kalim some of them are very severe such as bowing down to a thing right other are much more lenient. What about driving by a really gorgeous, you know, Catholic church, looking at those arches and whatever? You allowed to do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's architecture. I'm not saying it's incredible. Oh, look, I, I, I am in, I'm in love with it. You're not allowed to. You're not, if it's if it's a house of idol worship with Catholic, it may very well be. You're not allowed to compliment it and look at it favorably. Really? Yeah. You're not even allowed to sit in the shade. Sit in what shade? The, the, of, of the, the building. Of the church? So really? Not that I've done that, but I mean, I've looked at the cathedrals in there. Like mm, you probably want to do some chewer before a show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. Listen, they're, they're very good uh, architecture. You're not allowed to say that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and I, did, I did not talk to a specific you one. Just, you just added. You just added. <laughs> Yeah, 
Fine. I will never look at a, at a church. Clean at her. 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 Clean at I just want to get all the voters are in now. <laughs> we pray for Roshana. Roshana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Carl Amu Zikran Mavrocha. Sages have already taught us. Shinaich Keeder Harachelim. Your teeth, says Hashem to the Jewish people are like the teeth of sheep. Have you ever seen sheep teeth? Are they really white? Yeah. Okay. Really pretty white teeth. Marachel Zotznua, another aspect of sheep, I guess. Very Tznua. Kachayu Yisrael Tznuim Sherim B'Molchemes Midian. When we fought with the Midianites, we were extremely Tznua. Yeah? Um... Rav Huna b'shem Rav Acha Amar Shalohigdim Echad Mehem Tefillin Shalrosh Another reason why the Jewish people did not a sing did not lose a single soldier in the Melchemist Midian is because and this is actually Gemara um, brought in a few different places Gemara brought Menachos um, is because not a single one of them interrupted. Or in this case, he's saying put out of order, but also interruption for tefillin shal yad and tefillin shal rosh. So a person does that, puts the tefillin shal yad, and then speaks and then puts on tefillin shal rosh. That person may not go out to war with the Jewish army. Why? Because it's an avera. What he did? Is that sneers? No, this, is, this looks like a different point. Okay. Yeah, uh, the the Rishonim will explain that the reason is because if you speak between Tzolishoyal and Rosh, or if you put the man out of order, you have to make an extra bracha, and you're making a bracha shein tzricha, and that itself is enough of a hischayvus that a person can no longer go out to war because he's not considered naki, he's not clean. So he so. So the soldiers that went out to war in Midian did not have even this Avera on their hands. And of course, as we know, the entire Sulum of Rebbe Ben Yoyer is that one should not go out to war if he has some some taint of something. And the Gemara finally concludes that that is that he had a Mikra Keri, Belayla, that he had a seminal nightly mission, right, through... He didn't do anything. He woke up. That's what happened. He should not allowed to go to war because he get killed in the war, right? I what did he do wrong? Answer is something in his conduct from earlier in the day. He wasn't guarding his eyes properly. He wasn't guarding his thoughts properly. Something, some tint of something caused this. That's why you have to learn the Masulsi charm. Okay, Shilu. Um, Higdim Lohaya Moshe Mishabhan Velohaya Yotin Misham Bishal. If they would have done one little tiny Avera, Moshe Ben would not have praised them um, the way he did, and they would not have 
managed to go to war and come back all of them in peace. I mean, they would have, some of them would have died. This is a pachad. I mean, once you finish with Sukkot the Zimra, before you begin with Birkas Kriyishma, if, if a person speaks over there between that, not allowed to go out to war. Ah, so he speaks between after Yishtaba before, 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 before the first paragraph of Shema. Harei lecha ad heichen tzorich lehagia hadiktuk v'nikius ha'amiti b'maisi. You see how much a person has to be careful. This is kind of Rukhal's final wrap-up, right? Nikias doesn't extend to just the things we spoke about. It's every single mitzvah, every single aver, everything we have to scrutinize and examine deeply and try to find all those little branches and all the little dust from it and the little traces of it and remove it all. That is all in the realm of Misa. Now, you thought that this was difficult. Now he's about to begin a much more difficult area. And that is the work on the Midos. Nikius in Midos. Right? So the Ramchal says that Midos are much more difficult to fix up. Now we're transitioning from Mycene, which we've been talking about until now, to Midos. And Midos are much more difficult to fix up than, than Mycene. Why? Because my actions are kind of external to me. means there's me, right? And and there's, okay, am I going to do this thing or am I not going to do this thing? Right? Whereas here you're talking about actually changing something that's currently like second nature to the person. Now, by the way, the Gorm points out that people, Hashem never expects for us to change our natural meters. You know, so to speak, what, what, uh, he says there's two types of things that people have. There's natural meadows and there's second nature. Second nature is something that you've been trained into or that you've acquired or that you've learned or you've chosen to do. Right? From the environment you've absorbed or whatever it is. Natural, what's natural to a person, that's who you are. That's meant to stay. By working on the second nature and breaking those meadows, the second nature aspect of it, then you'll facilitate that you should be able to use your natural meadows in, in a healthy and good way. So, yeah, we're not no one talking about that, so just, just to set the record straight. Okay, so. Um, Even though Mycene there's so, such major challenges, but it it's, it's, uh, looks like it's more, more difficult actually. Why? Because it's, it's my natural self. It, it, it moves me more. It, it person has an issue with anger. It, it, uh, it, it's like uh, someone throws a match on a on a on a. Uh, 
stack of dry hay. You know. Right, so like it's it's very difficult to overcome. Yan hamezik vatchuna heim all misayim all misnagdim gdolim lahem. So the things that help or hurt the meadows, there's very a lot going on over there. The call milchama sheneged nitzia hateva milchama chazaki. To change your nature is very very difficult. It's a it's a big war. Vehu ma shepirshu b'maymarim zikaron levrocha. So the Ramchal says, Kovish Yitzro does not talking about your desire to steal someone's money. It's talking about overcoming your natural, your second nature meadows. Yeah, that's, that's the real Gibor. Okay. Stop here and uh,